0: flowers flowers and flowers are in
1: it's gorgeous yep dwarf lemon dwarf sunflowers
0: lemon dwarf
1: mm-hmm and there is a few peach in there what is this one Um, gold light mm-hmm and then this is peach
0: what they're what foot and a half two foot tall loaded, loaded.
1: like one bloom some of them have actually I think I counted 12 Blooms on them. So it makes a perfect arrangement Because hmm. it looks like you got a bunch of flowers, but you really don't.
0: Yeah, springtime's here so flowers and flowers flowers and flowers Welcome everyone to the Road by Road Garden Show. Best Degum Garden Show on the radio. And the internet as well. Glad to have you. Got my horse. My horse and her flowers. And hey, my flowers. I'm
1: happy. You happy? I'm happy. What man, you got? It's a time
0: of the year, ain't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, everything's rocking and rolling. Man, I got to show this right here. You showed your flowers. I got to show uh, my <sighs> I don't know if the camera's going to do this justice. <laughs> Godzilla broccoli. Godzilla. This is probably off of about... 10 plants at most, right here, and this is a huge and harvest. we
1: already gathered some? Yeah, we? we
0: have. I mean, look at that, how huge that is. This Godzilla is the first time for me growing it this spring. Uh, it's a great early wow. spring variety. Man, look at it. Yep. It's bigger than my
1: hand.
0: Yep. And it's a uh, pest. Pest really didn't bother it a whole lot. Uh, we did do a trap crop in between it and my kale, but. Fertility was easy. It was a very easy broccoli to grow. I was just amazed. So if you've never grown broccoli before, this is the one I'd recommend. This is it? Yeah, and it grows a big old tight head there. Man, man, look at all that. We hmm. just want to leave them out. There? Yeah, I'm gonna just leave them. Leave out. them
1: out there. Yeah. Lay them out there.
0: Broccoli. I mean, early springtime. We most of the time don't grow a lot of broccoli to come off right now. But it's a great fills in that void before. Yeah, some I really still. thought
1: it'd be a little too late, but. Has worked that woman.
0: Didn't
1: well. Look at that.
0: Look at that. Man. Whoa, we got a runaway.
1: And I've got some Mr. Big Pea. Do
0: you have Mr. Big Pea? Them things are huge. Let me hold that right there if you don't mind. Look how big that pea is right there.
1: And the thing about these is you can eat them like a snow pea. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I did some in a stir fry last week. Or you can wait
0: and you talk about sweet
1: and let them get bigger and shell them yeah I don't know if you can and see. makes the
0: biggest pot I've ever seen for an English sweet. How beef. big that is. Yeah huge pots mm-hmm. and the vines are pretty erect too now you did you did stake them up with trellis them.
1: I did trellis them I've got mm-hmm. some zinnias planted amongst them in there.
0: Mm-hmm. I love when things hmm. You know, we've talked about food here a lot. Today's show is about preparing. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Preparing for this year. You know, is there going to be a food shortage or not? We don't know. They have some problems with our food supply chain. So we're going to talk about today how to prepare your food for this year. What you need to do and what you need to grow. It's going to be a great show. How
1: much you need to grow.
0: Yep, how much you need to grow. Great, great show. Let's move into some new varieties. All right. All right. First one here. I want to cover is another pole bean because you know, we love that's fine. You know, we love pole beans <laughs> King of the guards king of the garden lima pole bean is a great one right there. We love that one right there. I Love them because it don't take a lot of room to grow them. And you know what we got a pickle back in stock. I talked about this one a couple we of weeks ago and We didn't have it back in stock. We got it in stock now. I've been a little bit of a run on pickling cucumbers this year. This is a new variety for us called Della Star Cucumber It is probably one of the most popular varieties out here and I'm pretty sure we're gonna keep this This is gonna be a great one right here.
1: It's for pickling. It is for
0: pickling, but I'm gonna tell you something. It is a monicious cucumber
1: Monicious. Monicious.
0: You know what a monicious means?
1: go ahead glad you asked
0: (laughs) monoecious means it has both the male and the female flowers on that one plant so you
1: don't have to have pollinators
0: so you don't have to have a pollinator plant now we have these people we've had two last week in their last week contact customer service and they say my cucumber plant only has male flowers on there well here's the deal folks first of all i cannot remember in the last 35 years I've been gardening that I went out there and identified the type of blooms that sit on my cucumber plant But for you that like to do that, that's okay And then we find these people get all worked up Because they look on their blooms and they got more male flowers than they thought they should have and they want to an email and they just all oh, upset. upset. Number one everything's gonna be okay, so just calm down You ain't got to go out there and check your blooms to find out if they're male or female But I will tell you this Monetious cucumbers produce the male flower first and then produce the female flower. So don't sweat it if you got more male flowers than you do female flowers. The females are coming along. That's just natural for a monicious variety. Great cucumber, uniform in size, good color to it, and it's an early, thank you, and it is an early producer.
1: Mm-hmm. Good one there. You got some of that plenty?
0: I don't, but I'm going to. Okay. I just I got some cucumbers planted, but I'm gonna plant that one. We just got that one in So Yep, all right, and we still have some tom onions y'all want some tom onions We still got some tom onions and uh, so put your order in for those Probably gonna quit selling them about the mid part of May Maybe the end of toward the third week of May. we're gonna stop selling them It's gonna be getting a little too warm, but if you don't want some up to the end. Hey, we got them. Tom onions. So let's talk about, is there a food shortage? You know, there's a lot, lot of things in the press nowadays talking about food shortage, and for good reason. We go in the grocery store sometimes and we see some shelves empty and we
1: panic a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some things that I've noticed missing that I normally buy from week to week, but then next week they're there. Um, and we, we have a lot of ours. so I don't know that I'm reliable to tell if there really is
0: you know it's weird we'll go in there sometimes and they'll be like, like the cereal aisle will be just you know mm-hmm. bare and then there'll be plenty of other stuff it's kind of like it's sporadic things yeah. in there but one thing we do know is prices have drastically increased increased, and they'll continue to increase so that's one thing I'm seeing. Yeah. and that's due to inflation which we're under what we would call hyperinflation at the moment we have been for a while uh, the government's trying to counteract that a little bit by raising interest rates gradually in my opinion they should raise them quicker but that's Nobody's that calling asking ask me what they need to do about interest rates
1: <laughs> um,
0: So we've seen raw input costs increase fuel prices we know up fertilizer prices are crazy crazy So all the input costs are up. i seen the article that they said this year It will cost more to put crops in the ground than it ever has before in history.
1: So you do think there's going to be a shortage because pesticides, fertilizers, things to grow the food are in short supply?
0: So this is what I have seen and heard from people in the industry. We're not necessarily seeing shortages, just like fertilizer. I don't know that we've seen shortages, but we've seen dramatic price increase. So the input cost is going to be there. So... I don't think there's going to be a shortage in in our vegetables, it's just going to cost a lot more And then you get into this is what a guy told me the other day. Then you get into discretionary So if it's gonna cost me Say five dollars to buy this head of broccoli Then what you're gonna see is people end up buying less fresh produce and they buy more canned goods because normally canned goods are cheaper than fresh vegetables are So what some of the people in the industry are predicting is fresh produce sales are going to plummet somewhat because of the high cost People are going to simply opt not to buy them and and go with cheaper types of food, which makes sense Mm. So that being said, you know produce is going to be high unless people are going to be eating fresh vegetables If that holds true,
1: then you got labor shortages Got labor
0: shortages. you got transportation shortages, which are real you got all those things that can cause problems with the supply chain they're again driving prices up anytime we see uh, you know demand we can't meet price seems to go up so very well could be I don't know that I'd go with a shortage as I would the the massive price increase that's my take on there yeah
1: and we we priced some vegetables yesterday
0: yeah did you see anything that was unusual
1: well again I don't typically buy produce Um,
0: yeah but we made a conscious effort to look at the prices
1: um the tomatoes seemed a little high two
0: dollars a piece for a tomato yeah
1: two dollars a piece for a tomato the corn was 50 cent a year
0: yeah um we didn't look at watermelons but they're high I know and all that kind of stuff is is it's really a it's not those fresh vegetables are not something you got to have when you buy fresh produce you feel like you're splurging just a little bit Mm -hmm. Because that's, you know, an upgrade compared to frozen foods or whatever.
1: So, what can we do about it?
0: Well, we could grow our own food. Mm -hmm. Which is what we practice and preach, folks. Um,
1: How much food do you think you need to grow?
0: Well, you know what? I'm glad you asked that question. So what we have is a worksheet that we're going to go over today. If I got it here somewhere. And here's the worksheet right here. And I'm gonna fill this out on the show for us and then you're gonna be able to print this worksheet off in the description below it's gonna be in a PDF format or you can go to Hoss University uh, on the home page of Hoss University and find this also it's a great little worksheet to sit down at night time with your family and go over kind of give you a strategy of what you need to do
1: so this is going to be for a family of four because we have your parents
0: mm-hmm. so there's four of us although they don't eat as much as two teenagers would it's still a family yeah. of four
1: so you can uh break this down by for a family of two or one
0: mm-hmm.
1: or up it for more
0: right so the first one on the list is corn
1: mm-hmm. now this
0: is basically we're talking about sweet corn although i am growing field corn this year that we can grind into meal and grits the number one on here is we're talking about sweet corn because that's what we like to put up just a side note on regular field corn, which is the base of a lot of our processed foods, cornmeal, grits. Things like that, eight dollars a bushel. Wow! And also seeing the futures was way up on soybeans and wheat, so that is another indication of prices jumping way up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, back to the worksheet here, corn. So for us, we normally every year like to process and put up our sweet corn. Of course, we like to eat it out of the garden, cream corn. But corn comes in so quick. We have to get it and we have to process it to make it available throughout the year because it doesn't last very long mm-hmm. Believe you me, my, my course of the fresh corn off the top. but we like to put up what 52 packs? You yeah, like to do? I like
1: to do one pack for every week
0: uh-huh. of the year, right
1: Usually about a quart bag so around 52 quart bags is what I like to have and then I put up extra for the soup, I'm going to can.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we eat it off the cob.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I did think about canning some this year. Although that this and the soup is canned. I did think about just canning some because it would take up a lot less room.
0: Yep. So corn for 52 quart bags and freeze from extra soup and just have some to eat off the cob. For ourself, it works out to be about seven rows, about 40 feet long. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna put in here seven rows. I'm gonna get my phone, my phone working. Phone running. And I said, how how long did I say? Forty foot long. Okay. And now now last year that's about what we did. And we put up around 52 courts. But we shared good men- we lo- gave the neighbor a lot away. We gave a lot away with neighbors. We're not doing that this year. We're keeping all the corn. We may share just a little bit. We're not gonna share as much as we normally do because we have anticipation to put up. More soup and things like mm-hmm. that. So, for corn, for pour, four of us, sweet corn, seven rows. Now, normally put this 30, 36 inches apart, whatever you feel like there. 40 feet long. Okay, tomatoes is the next thing.
1: Tomatoes. Now, tomatoes are big.
0: Tomatoes are big for us because you can can them, mm-hmm.
1: salsa. S- salsa. I have done ketchup before. I do, I do a lot of um, Italian stew, which I use for spaghetti sauce. Mm-hmm and chilies Um, we use a lot of tomatoes so I normally can about 25 quarts of the stewed tomatoes yeah and then I do about 25 quarts of just juice yeah and then I like the aromas for my salsa
0: so, this let's just go with that. this year. I got way more tomatoes because I'm doing that little small trial. We're gonna have, and I'm growing some tomatoes for some, for some friends that can't seem to grow their own. Mm. I'm not calling them their names, but they have trouble growing their own tomatoes. So, I have volunteered to grow one to give them some. So, we normally grow about two rows, about 30 foot long, which is a plenty yeah. of tomatoes. Plenty, we give them away like crazy. So, I'm gonna say, you want to say one row of regular tomatoes, one row of, of Romans no, I think two
1: two rows beans. Okay. I'm gonna do
0: all that I'm gonna say 30 foot long and That's gonna be about what we need what we normally grow is two rows 30 foot long And you can put some the ones we're growing this year Shelby put you some Romans in there Maybe a half a row of Romans in there to help with the sauce mm-hmm.
1: okay. Beans beans I, I'm out
0: of beans out of beans and beans are easy to put up easy to grow and we grow we're the bush beans for this
1: mm-hmm.
0: although we like the pole beans but we primarily use the bush beans for a process
1: mm-hmm. so about 30 quarts is what i like to have of beans now i do some beans and potatoes also again i like to have a, one for every week of the year
0: mm-hmm. so we're talking about basically 50 quarts time you put what you can and yeah. put it with the potatoes. Yeah, okay 50 quarts and for beans is one of those things that I normally plant just like now I got two plantings of beans. I got one that's fixing and start blooming and I just planted one So I got succession plantings of beans going on and One row 30 foot long is a plenty.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't you think so? Yeah, Because you'll gather them Usually three or four times.
0: Yeah, and then you can plant you another succession planting after that. Summer squash is a Ooh, that's a good one. It don't take many of those.
1: No it doesn't take many of those. Um,
0: We like to eat those fresh as well.
1: Yeah. I have canned them before and I have frozen. I tend to like the frozen better. Really? Yeah. Okay they hold their texture a little bit better than the
0: can mm-hmm. for summer squash that is yeah so we're done about 15 quarts and around 20 pints uh, excuse me 20 pints 15 yeah. quarts 20 pints of, of squash is what we'll do uh, man one row 15 foot long mm-hmm. it is our plan and I normally do the same thing there I normally do two plants. In fact, I got two
1: plants going now. In fact, I got
0: three plants. And summer
1: squash, I kind of grouped the zucchini in with that too.
0: Oh, yeah, zucchini is a summer squash. So we'll do an early, early sc- crop, and then I got another one coming on. So we like to have the fresh squash throughout the springtime. If we give an overload of any of those, we just put them up. Mm-hmm. Winter squash, and this here is the bonus, y'all, the winter yeah. squash. So I got some red curry planted. And we're Mm -hmm. gonna plant some more. We can plant those throughout the summer. Yeah, like some some
1: delicata. I canned the delicata last year.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Whoops. Whoops. Your basket fell fell over.
1: I only did about 10 quarts and we went through them
0: quickly. I could eat those things out of the
1: jar. You did. I think on the show you did. Yeah,
0: I think I did too. So we're planning on doing about 15 quarts of those this year. And I'm going to tell you, the nut thing about those, if you don't process them, they store well underneath the barn. Yeah three to four months easy out of those right there Um, the Delicottes you're probably gonna get about 30 days out of those it's really curious we should get three months out of those easy
1: so you really plant like a block I'm
0: gonna say I'm gonna say seven rows and those are like 20 feet long so it's kind of a small block there I put that in the wrong spot Uh. Okay cucumbers
1: Cucumbers now I do the sweet pickles Which I'm out of Mm -hmm. With Momo's recipe Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, Bread and butter pickles and then I also do dill Mm -hmm. So and then we eat a lot of fresh pickles. Yep I do a lot of refrigerator pickles to eat along Mm -hmm. But it doesn't take that many to grow
0: It doesn't man because we use these hybrid varieties that really Pump them out. I'm gonna say, man. I'm gonna say two rows of 20 feet. To be honest with you, I think one row of 20 yeah, feet would do.
1: I think we'll have plenty. I'm of
0: gonna do away. one to two. Yeah, one to two rows at 20 feet. And I got same thing with that. I got two plants of those going. So what you could do is do like I do. Plant one row, and that's what I got. It was one row, and then wait a little while, plant another row. So you have total of two rows for your spring harvester. Potatoes another great good one here because you they dig store. them. store. You don't have to do anything to them you just put them although you do can some. Mm-hmm.
1: I do can some with my green beans. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do some of that to have. They'll last us what around four to five yeah, minutes. Yeah easy. And then I like to have them canned after that
0: so 15 quarts is what we're figuring on so we've got two rows plus in our, what
1: we eat
0: and plus what yeah. we have we got two rows near about 30 feet long okra. Okra, okra 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 don't take a lot of okra uh so you like to use okra for your soup i
1: like to use okra for my soup um but we eat a lot of fresh okra stewed fried grilled roasted yep. um you just can't have too much okra uh-uh.
0: So what do you think? Our row this year is 30 feet, yeah, one row is row started, 30 that's plenty.
1: feet, I think that's about what we had last year.
0: Yeah. Onions another one of those great ones it really puts all for you and Put them underneath the barn.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Use them for all your processing things that you can make like soup and things like that.
1: Right. Then um dehydrate them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put them underneath the barn you have fresh onions for a long time mm-hmm. six months
1: same thing with
0: garlic Yep, i normally plant a little more onions than most people probably do i'm gonna say i had one row and my one row was at least 70 feet this year yeah garlic
1: mm.
0: don't take much garlic no but
1: you didn't plant enough last year
0: yeah now we're talking about elephant garlic
1: yeah
0: which you like to put in your soups and things like that mm-hmm.
1: and it stores i mean yeah it
0: does source good. what do you think six to
1: eight months
0: you growing some of your root pouches now think of 15 foot rows enough for that yeah.
1: yeah and then once you have left over, you can save and for seed and plant yeah,
0: for seed, yeah
1: for your seed garlic the next year
0: peppers is another one that we got to have all
1: right for salsa gotta have cooking them. everything
0: don't take much of them the main things having a good variety
1: yeah need the banana the ale, pimento. mm mm-hmm. pimento for your soups and right. stuff a, a, a mixture of sweet Hot, yeah,
0: yeah. One row, I'm gonna say what you say 15 20 feet, yeah. A mixed, let's say 15 feet, that's eight plants. That does okay. Now, there's a lot of bonus things that we didn't put on this list here, and the one that comes to mind is sweet potatoes, which is getting time to plant here in the south. Sweet potatoes is another one that really is a great food source. We left some of the things off, we felt like we covered the staples, did yeah.
1: So, if you're gonna can, you're gonna freeze you're gonna freeze dry a lot of people do that mm-hmm. um, then also I didn't talk about but fermenting
0: yeah,
1: yeah. we talked about pick one mm-hmm. um, all those different ways
0: but right. I'm gonna let them zoom in on this right here and you can see how our worksheet turned out and then you could do your own we can get a real good close-up of that can we do that I'm moving the paper a little bit out of that? <laughs>
1: And we're going to have this in the description below.
0: Yep.
1: So you can print it off. Okay. Good
0: planting source for your garden. And you may realize that you ain't got enough of one thing planted. You still got time to get it in the ground plant some more. Speaking of planting more, I'm going to plant a few more things. I pretty much got all my garden planted. But I got a few more things I want to plant. I planted some edamame the other day. Did you know that?
1: I did. You had a little trouble
0: pronouncing that. I did, but I got it. I got, got it pronounced. At the moment, I planted some dry beans. So that's a, another great oh, yeah. food source. There is to plant you some beans and pick them and dry them off and put them in jars. Mm-hmm. Have those beans later on next summer to make you some soup and mm. whatnots out of it. I planted the tapasio bean. Oh
1: yeah, I like yep. that. Yep.
0: Well, so you still got time to make plans to get a few things mm-hmm. in there.
1: I just planted my seedless watermelon, to transplants.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, I got watermelons blooming.
1: Really? Yep.
0: You reckon where the old goat is this week? Is he back?
1: I don't know. you have to look and see. you have to look
0: and get and see. For the people that found the old goat last week,
1: mm-hmm. we're gonna
0: do a little drawing. Alright. Right. Well, are we ready? I'm
1: ready. I did that quick. You did that
0: quick. Oh, henmade homestead. Send us your address there and we'll send you some highly coveted horse merchandise. Merchandise. Yep. Garden's coming in great y'all. I hope everybody's having as much fun and luck as we are. It looks really good. (laughs) It's been a dry year and if we prepare with our drip tape and things like that, dry years normally make an excellent garden year. Last year we had a bunch of rain, head disease, problems, but it looks like it's going to be a good garden year. We just got to make sure we got enough water to make our crops and that's where that drip drip irrigation comes in there. We've been able to shoot the uh, fertilizer and things through there so it was, all my stuff is looking pretty good your garden down there is looking you actually took care of mine a couple of days
1: yeah, yeah you was gone so yeah i did
0: that all right so don't forget folks we got the hossinator contest and man my tomatoes are looking good hossinator and the you are growing a hossinator there save your seed pack and for the biggest hossinator we're getting away a hundred dollar gift card from hoss now
1: this is how much it weighs
0: How much it weighs? So what you got to do is you got to put the, you got to put the Hossnader on scale, take a picture with it on the weight on there with your Hoss, Hossnader seed pack. Send it in to customer service and uh, we'll take a look at it. So they can start
1: sending in as quick as they want.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're not going to end the, uh, we're not going to end it until later on in the year. Contest ends August 31st. Okay.
1: So
0: you got that picture, you got proof. You send it in and we're going to name the, uh, the winner, the weight will determine the winner. So mm-hmm. we're going on the biggest, the heaviest, hossinator. And uh, I'm gonna set the bar for that one. I thought. You are? I thought I hope so. Yep. So yep.
1: Tall, live up there. Yep.
0: Corny joke. Corny joke. All right, ready.
1: All right. So this corny joke come from Niles, whose parents are Weston and Angie from the Naked Hog. Mm-hmm. And this is one he made up, and he was sure to share it with us. Did he share it with you? Mm, I will not say. <laughs> okay. Why did the ice cream ice cream need an umbrella?
0: Why did the ice cream need an umbrella? I don't think he shared that with me.
1: Mm-hmm. Cause it had sprinkles. I that.
0: That's pretty good. Way to go Niles that was good one there. Niles is, Miles, Niles is a sport by the he way. Is a sport. He's got some older sisters that keeps him in line But he is a really good boy. The whole family is sweet mm-hmm. sweet their family. Alright folks Gardening is in we're glad you're part of our family glad Ooh. you enjoy growing your own food as we are The harvest looks good this year. Thanks for watching now. It's time for you to get out there and get dirty.